Hey everyone, this is Charlie Levine, the executive editor of Power and Motor Yacht magazine. Uh, like a lot of you out there who listen to the podcast, I too own a boat. Uh, it's a small boat right now. I've got an 18-foot skiff. It was made by a company called Eagle, which is no longer around. They went out of business, I believe, in the late 90s. And we bought the boat on eBay, which is a whole other story that I'm sure I'll tell one of these days. But the boat is parked in our driveway. I keep it covered, but it sits under a real big oak tree. And it kind of leaves a mess everywhere. And I do wash the boat pretty regularly, but it was starting to get really nasty and it needed a, a good detailing. And I was struggling because I couldn't find the time to do it, but I also didn't want to pay someone to do it. Um, so I wrote a column about it because I figured most boat owners could relate. So I entitled this story Wax On which is a bit of an homage to the Cobra Kai series on Netflix. Uh, if you were a kid who grew up in the 80s like I did and you loved the movie Karate Kid, you should definitely check out that one. It's hilarious. But anyway, without further ado, here's the column. I hope you enjoy it. Every time I hear an acorn rat-a-tat-tat on the roof, my mind turns to the boat under its sleepy cover in the driveway. Those rolling nuts of doom always find a way under the cover. They're like guided missiles in pursuit of nefarious never-do-wells. They come in through the vents in the canvas cover, or bounce off of the casting platform, ricochet off the garage, make a beeline around the cover straps, and slowly roll onto the non-skid. And then they sit there, till I use the boat, or they end up in some corner undetected. Over time, they leave a brownish-red circle on the deck that, for the life of me, I cannot find the right product nor the time to get rid of. The oak leaves are not much better. I like a clean boat. It's just how I was raised. Don't get me wrong, my 18-foot skiff, built in 1991, is far from pristine, but I wash the boat and chamois it dry after every use. She still looks pretty good, but sitting under an old oak tree has taken a toll on her. The corners of the deck were turning a light shade of green. The underside of the hatches were littered with black spotches like a paint-by-numbers book. The boat needed a nose-to-toes detailing in the worst way. With everything going on this year, however, I struggled to find the time, and yet I couldn't bring myself to pay someone to do it. Not because I'm cheap, but because I'm stubborn, and, well, maybe a little bit cheap. I could hear my forefathers in my head saying, why pay someone to do something you could do yourself? My boat is not big. It's not full of complicated systems. It would only take me the better part of a day to give the boat a serious cleaning and wax the hull. I've done it before. I own all of the gear. I have an electric handheld buffer and a five-gallon bucket full of cleaning supplies. But every Saturday that I planned to leave open to detail the boat fell victim to something. Bad weather birthday parties, errands, deadlines. You know the drill. And as the boat got dirtier and the leaves and acorns fell with more abandon, the internal dilemma of whether I should get out the hose and just commit to detailing the boat myself or hire someone to do it waged in my head like a screaming match between political foes on CNN. After one particularly nasty thunderstorm, I opened the garage to find a corner of the boat's cover had blown open and a pile of leaves, Spanish moss, and other organic detritus was sitting in the boat. I looked at my wife like a puppy who just stepped on a thorn. Just hire someone, she said. Give yourself a little present. You deserve it. I just have to find a day, I said. I'll get it done. 
the next time I went to use the boat, a couple of lovemaking frogs flew out from under the cover as I threw it open. They nearly smeared my glasses as I interrupted their fornication, and they left a pile of brown goop on the deck that came out of one hole or another. That was the last straw. I decided to make some calls. Where I live in Florida, there's an army of mobile detailers that will drive to you. They often charge by the foot. I put some feelers out to friends and Facebook, and I quickly got several referrals. The first guy I called told me he started at 25 bucks a foot and went up from there. It'd be extra to wax the hull, he said. I tried to explain that my skiff only has one cushion. There's nothing to it. He didn't want to hear it, and the thought of paying $450 or more to detail my small boat just didn't work for me. Then a buddy of mine with a 24-foot Pathfinder gave me a name of a guy that he'd used, Corey. So I called him, and he said he charges $13 to $15 a foot for a wash and wax and $3 more a foot for ceramic coating. I sent him photos of my skiff, and he must have liked the looks of it because he offered me a $40 off coupon as a first-time customer. And that would cover most of the upgrade for the ceramic coating. Even though it pained me, I decided to go for it. A few days later, Corey showed up in a small SUV, busting at the seams with cleaning supplies. It looked like he'd ransacked the entire car detailing aisle at the auto parts store. He had buckets and buckets of different products for different scenarios. Corey himself looked like a chubbier Brett Michaels from the band Poison, with a fadeaway ponytail and a wide headband. He was friendly and on time. To me, that was way more important than any outward characteristics. Although I thought my boat looked terrible, he said it wasn't that bad, and he'd be done in a few hours. I went back in the house and back to work. After all, it was a Tuesday. Every once in a while, I peeked through the blinds to see what he was up to. When I had a little break in the day, I went outside and asked him about his process. He was fairly tight-lipped, but he basically told me that he soaked the boat down with a cocktail of degreaser, some sort of chlorine gel, water, and a few other odds and ends he's come up with over the years. He let that sit for a while, then used a light pressure washer to spray it off. He worked on the stubborn spots with a few different brushes and products to get them out. He then dried the boat and used a ceramic coating on the hull. If you haven't tried ceramic coatings, you're missing out. I've been using them on my vehicles for a while now, and they're amazing. They go on easy, and they last far longer than your typical wax. The trick is in the prep. You have to thoroughly wash the boat and remove any old polish or wax. You then apply the ceramic with two soft microfiber cloths, one to wipe and one to buff to a polish. The ceramic coating Corey applied brought the hull back to life, its green paint glowing bright again. Corey also detailed the console, bringing the dull gray plastic back to its original black. When he rang the doorbell to tell me he was done, I was shocked. It was about two and a half hours. The boat looked brand new, decks as white as snow, hatches glowing inside and out. I happily paid the man, he even took my credit card so I could score some rewards points, and then I stood in the driveway for a long while, admiring his handiwork as if it were my own. A sense of satisfaction radiated inside my chest. It was money well spent, and it felt almost as good as if I had done it myself. And now, I had the entire weekend freed up to enjoy the boat. So that was the story, and just a quick postscript, but uh, after Corey finished detailing my boat, you know, I let everything dry and whatnot, and I put the cover back on, and the cover had seen better days as well. 
and not too long after the cover ripped, you know, the bracket from the chart plotter is mounted on the top of the console and it just boop poked right through the cover. And it took a few days to get a new cover delivered. So uh, a bunch of leaves and everything ended back up in the boat. And it's just kind of how it goes, I guess. But it still looks really good. And it makes me feel good when I look at it and see it nice and clean. So that was my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to visit pmymag.com to check out some of our other articles. And if you're not already a subscriber to Power Motor Yacht Magazine, you really should subscribe. We do a, a great job trying to bring our love of boating to you, our readers. And it's always a, a nice treat to get something you like in your mailbox. So consider that. And thanks again for in, enjoying our podcast. We'll, we'll see you out on the water.